Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is hump day, as Rich would like to say. Max, what's going on? You know, uh, we do this show, but we all have lives outside the show. We actually have to make money because we're not you know, making money off of the show yet. Uh, and we were just talking in the pre-show, you know, Panthers, of course, a truck driver. Uh, and, and Rich, he does a, a lot of random stuff. We don't want to really talk about that for legality purposes. But Rich was saying that he doesn't have a job title. But, I mean, he's got multiple job titles on this show. He goes by Runline Rich. He's now the godfather. So, I mean, just because you don't have a job title in your regular life, you can make up for it by having several on the DGen show. That's right. What's going on, Panther? Uh, well, as we were talking pre-show, we're just it, today's just going to be an absolute adventure. Ended up with yesterday off, so we'll be sunrise, a sunset, and then some driving today. All right. Well, good luck with that. And uh, if anybody asks, Rich lives in Costa Rica for tax purposes. What's going on, Rich? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it means to get a day off. I wish I, I had that uh, experience. Uh, just same old, you know, getting ready for today to put some good picks out there, have some fun, some good laughs, and, you know, talk about uh, all the things that are happening in sports today, three baseball games. Well, let's talk about yesterday's baseball games a little bit. Somebody on the uh, app yesterday made a little accusation, Rich. Yeah, Houston cheating yeah. again. Houston cheating again, yeah. I don't know. This is a team that had nine wins away from home all year. They go out and they win four straight against playoff teams. You know how many wins they had against playoff teams during the regular season? I saw that four? it was not good. Yeah. Four. <laughs> they were four and 13 against playoff bound teams during the regular season. And then they go into Minnesota where the team had lost six games all year and they win two. Now they've got the uh, A's down two nothing. And every single thing they're hitting, they're hitting hard. It's almost like they know what's coming. Almost. So that's kind of what it looks like to me. You know, you, you you do it once. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they found a way to do it again. So a couple a couple questions here. Well, one point, one question. First off, is they, they hit well at Dodger Stadium. We've seen that from a World Series. Uh, but, of course, they were getting signs during that World Series as well, apparently. Uh, but I, I, I guess my, my biggest uh, question with, with, this, with this Astros team uh, is, you know, can can they with no pitching now still get by uh you know possibly Yankees or, or Tampa and then would they get a home series is is the 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 world series would be in Houston right no Houston no? world series is in Arlington okay all right so it's it's neutral, it's neutral site neutral site okay everything uh, is neutral from here on out okay great because that was my concern is like if if they manage with with this awesome hitting that they have and, and zero pitching because we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. If they were, they were managed to get a home series in Houston, that would be the biggest middle finger to baseball. It's like, <laughs> you know, just like, great. The cheaters, the cheaters get a, a home field advantage. Okay. So it's in Arlington. Cool. All right. This is almost like the middle finger that Tom Brady gave the NFL uh, with Deflategate, and they turn around and ran that season and won the Super Bowl. So at this point, it's almost like must see TV for the Houston Astros factor to see if they can flip everybody off. Yeah, but in many ways, like baseball, not not the other teams, but just in general, baseball was protective of the Astros, right? I mean, you know, they came down, quote unquote, hard on them. Not really. 
right? They, they didn't. No players got suspended. Nothing happened. They fired their manager. They brought in 800-year-old Dusty Baker to, you know, bring some credibility to the team. But in general, the commissioner's office and, and, and the owners did not want to come down that hard on Houston. No, they wanted to just, just look past it. They didn't. Like, okay, you know. Because every goddamn team was is stealing signs. They're doing it today. They're doing it right now. Every team steals signs. Houston fucked up by, you know, continuing the electronic surveillance after, you know, the memo that said, knock that shit off, everybody. That was their big yeah. sin. Well, I mean, even Altuve is sitting now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, they're batting, what, 252 now? in the postseason as opposed to 240 in the regular season oh yeah hey good for them they they're they're hot at the right time yeah it looks that way yeah anything you, know, to- you knock the 240 but you knock the 240 for houston but oakland was only batting 225 for this for the season yeah I'm, i'd be a lot more concerned if they were beating a team that wasn't oakland right <laughs> <laughs> well, well they beat minnesota yeah i mean right. they beat minnesota so we lost I mean, six it, games you know. all year at home yeah well, we'll see. We'll see. They were due. <laughs> I, I certainly have been on the wrong side of them. Maybe that ends today. Let's find out. Max, first up, we've got Tampa Bay, New York. Tampa Bay opened up plus 111. They're plus 109 now. Yankees were minus 120. They're minus 117 now. Yeah, listen, man. I took the Yankees yesterday on a plus line. Hopes that their offense would be too much for the Tampa to deal with. And it was the Rays with four home runs who mm. proved to be the better team offensively yesterday. Uh, Yankees went pitcher by committee yesterday and not a single pitcher looked comfortable out there against the Rays. Uh, Tampa got an okay start from glass now, but it really was that bullpen that shut down New York today. Tampa's going to turn to veteran Charlie Morton, who of course stuck around for another season after being a near Cy Young winner last year. Morton is an experienced playoff pitcher. Uh, if you remember, speaking of the Astros, he won game seven of the World Series for the Astros just three years ago. So he, he might not be able to stop Giancarlo Stanton. I don't think any pitcher on earth right now can stop Giancarlo Stanton is probably the, the hottest home run hitter uh, in, in you know playoff member, uh, probably since Daniel Murphy in, in that 2015 playoff run. Uh but I think Morton has the ability to quiet the rest of the Yankees lineup, much as, as, as the Tampa uh, team did yesterday. So I I like Tampa here, and I don't want to throw out the T word just yet. But you mentioned that that line is getting better for New York. It's getting worse for Tampa. Hmm? Barely single-digit money on Tampa right now, man. Like, I mean, I'll say it. It's 1% of the money is on Tampa Bay right Ooh. now. So again, I was planning to bet Tampa. I like them. I like them today anyway. But betting against a possible trap makes me even happier. So absolutely, I'm going to take the race. Yeah, I'm not sure what yesterday was mismanagement by the Yankees. They only let Garcia go one inning, giving up one run, and then Jay Happ came in and just did. I mean, I don't know. Jay Happ hasn't been that bad. He's been pretty mediocre this year, but he was horrible in his three or four innings that he pitched, giving up four earned runs. I, I just I, – I, I would like to see a pitcher's duel. It really gives Tampa a much better chance. But even in the loss, the Yankees put up um, a, a good amount of runs, and I just don't know if the Rays can keep up with this run production that the Yankees keep trotting out there. So as long as these lines are going to be Yankee plus lines or Yankee close to even, I'm going to be inclined – to take the Yankees. So I'm going to bet the Yankees here. 
the key to the Yankees is keeping the ball in the park, which they have not been able to do in this series, um, the Tampa Bay pitching, and neither has the the Yankees pitching. Charlie Morton is very hittable. He's going to get hit. The question is, will he keep the ball in the park? And he was pretty good at that during the regular season, only four home runs and 38 innings pitched. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Masahiro Tanaka, the guy's given up at least one home run in seven of his last eight games. I'm going back and forth on which team might win this game. I can't really pick one, to be honest. The one thing I do think is going to happen is I do think they're going to score at least nine runs between these two teams. So I'm going to once again, I'm going to just bypass the game and go with the total and bet that over, which I think is nine. Unless Arch can find me eight and a half somewhere. (laughs) He's always able to get me a nice gift. Uh, Looks like nine's the best I can do. All right. Well, that's what I'm getting at DraftKings. That's what I put in my account this morning. So I'm betting the uh, over nine. Over nine. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. This is ugh, this is tough. I'm going to lean Tampa Bay. Just This, to me, seems like a coin flip. I'm just going to grab the plus line. Yeah. Don't like this at all. All right, next up, Oakland-Houston. The uh, Oakland opened up plus 108. They're minus 106 now. I, I've hit with the Astros twice in this series. I'm at a point where I should just collect my earnings and walk away from this one. But I'm actually getting greedy here. <laughs> but I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going. I'm getting greedy here. Uh, I'm looking at the A's today because there's no way that they get swept, right? I mean, they can't lose them all. The Astros offense, as we mentioned, has just been trash can lid good lately. Just absolutely seeing the ball out of Dodger Stadium as if it was the World Series. Oakland has not found any rhythm offensively. They're going to need to put up some runs if they plan to stay alive for another day. From the pitching standpoint, uh, this is what I was alluding to earlier, is, is Zach Greinke it, it might be out for the divisional uh, series. It just, it, like, he was supposed to go today. He can't. They're going to use uh, Jose Urquide, uh today instead. Now, Greinke has not been a good postseason pitcher at all, so maybe it's a blessing in disguise for Houston. But ultimately, I think the A's can get to Urquide here and and you know get some runs. I like them with the plus line here. I think there's enough value for me to switch sides and bet Oakland to avoid getting swept. I don't hate the play. I, I kind of anticipated taking the Astros today with Grinky on the hill. The idea that the Astros are up 2-0 and have, don't have their um, ace, if you will, no, no Verlander. They traded Cole. Grinky by default is the guy, and they're still getting it done. Uh, Grinky will probably give up some. Or well, Grinky's not pitching. Your your Quide will give up some runs, but as long as the Astros keep hitting, it looks like five runs is probably enough to get it done. I until Oakland beats them, I don't see a reason to fade them here. So I will bet Houston to get the sweep. And just to clarify, I, I had this at a plus line before, and now it's not a plus line for me anymore. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. It just off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> it just went off a cliff. I'll still, I'll still stick with Oakland here, but yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Wow. I wonder why that is. Maybe Urquede um, <clears throat> has pitched actually pretty well. I think he's had five starts, and he's not given up more than two runs in any of them. So he's pitched pretty well. Um, Lizardo has 
pitched against Houston, I think twice this year, 12 and two thirds innings, nine hits in just four runs. So that works out to one and oh with a 287 ERA. This is going to be a tight game. I, I I guess I'm going to do like Max and hockey. I'm going to go down with the ship. I uh, I was ma- I managed to bet Oakland at plus 108 in the morning, so I'm going to make it three for three on Oakland, and maybe I'm going to get swept. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go down with the ship too. I do think Oakland can steal one game, one game in the series. I'm going to bet Oakland. All right. I, I just sent you the reasoning, Arch. Yeah, I, I just saw sent you the, the yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what I thought? My knee-jerk reaction was Mattress Mac came in and threw a bunch of money on the Astros, and <laughs> Vegas is like, well, he always loses. So It's the opposite, man. Yeah, it's uh, everyone and their mother, money-wise, is on Oakland. Uh, so the Sharps are heavily pounding uh, Oakland with that plus line. Let's see how it, now that it's a, a minus line, if that starts uh, bouncing out a bit throughout the day, if the money starts uh, going with Houston instead. All right, last game we have a line for Miami Atlanta. Uh, I almost said the Heat. <laughs> Miami opened up plus one seventy five. They're plus one ninety now. Well, uh, I'm sure that the Miami Marlins are probably going to fare well as just as well as the Heat did last night in this game. Yeah. Uh, the offenses decided to show up yesterday in what was expected to be a pitching matchup. The Braves had to overcome a three run deficit, shaky start by Max Fried out there. But they came back nonetheless, and now they have a chance to take complete control of this series with Ian Anderson on the mound. Anderson was able to completely quiet the Reds lineup in the last round, going six shutout innings, but he has not fared well against the Marlins. Uh, So the Marlins have been able to hit against uh, Mr. Anderson this year. Uh, The Marlins are going to throw Pablo Lopez on the mound today. Same thing, though. He struggled against the Braves, so there's a possibility this could go into the bullpen. The Braves used five relief pitchers yesterday. I don't think they're going to have any issue doing it again today if they have to. What I'm expecting here, though, is the Braves' offense to just come out big today. So if you're going to run line, you might want to run line. Uh, I think Atlanta's going to win this one. I will lean the Braves. You know, it, it, it seems like, I don't know if you guys even see this stuff. Poor Mike Trout gets no love whatsoever. Like, there's nothing to do with any of things going on. And people will throw out memes like, the Florida Marlins have won more series than Mike Trout. Like, just, <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's just so cruel. But, the, but you look, the, the Marlins got here. I kind of predicted they would get here, but they're not, they're just not the Braves. Um, Ronald Acuna pulled out his almost his inner Fernando Tatis yesterday and, and tweeted, I apologize to absolutely no one. Um, this kid, I mean, baseball is in such good hands. With these young kids. I love what they're doing in Atlanta. And Ian Anderson is part of the core that they have. He dismantled the Reds. Um, I, I like to think that the Reds have a better offense than the Marlins. I think he can do it again today. I will take Max's bait. He wasn't really intentionally baiting me, but I like it. I like the Braves and a run line. So I will bet the Braves uh, minus the one and a half. Wow. <laughs> I, um, I think this game is going to look a lot like yesterday's game. <clears throat> the game will be pretty close. And then the uh, Marlins bullpen will come in and it won't be close. You know, I, I wasn't going to run line it. I wasn't going to bet it. I was just going to lean the Braves. But so many times my man Panther had my back when I run lined it. So I got your back today, Panther. I'm going to run line the Braves too. 
Oh, look at you. We're making some money here. Come on, Arch, join us. Just yeah. that one time. Actually, I'm going to, you know, there's no value in taking Atlanta. Even I don't see much value taking the minus one and a half, even because even, you're not getting a plus line here. <sighs> ah, screw it. I'm going to bet the Bra- or the uh, Miami Marlins. That's the only place I can find value. I'm hoping for a miracle. Give me that plus 187 miracle. I'm just looking for a lottery ticket, Rich. Pretty much, yeah. I'm double checking here. Yeah. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane. Maybe even a little mad? If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Yeah, it's pl- it's one hundred even for the run line. Double check. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Eternity, you cut your line in more than half. Right for a half a run. So what the hell? You think the Braves are going to win? They're going to win by two. Uh, I I think you're probably right. All right, we got some time to kill because that's all the sports going on today. Because we're going to skip the the do- Padres don't have a pitcher d- dedicated and, and there's no line for it and Kershaw's c- going to win probably today. So. You can run line that one, too. <laughs> Let's take a look. We've got some early NFL lines to look at. Max, I'm going to give you the stick. What was jumping out at you? Oh, I you know, I actually, over at the DGEN site uh, last night, uh, I posted some games that I liked. Uh, let's, let's look at this Cincinnati game, if you don't mind. Um, I saw Cincinnati getting uh, plus 13 and a half. Uh, I think Cincinnati's a better team than what Baltimore's been beaten up on. I think Cincinnati's in, gotten better week after week. And do I think Baltimore wins by 10? Yes. 13 and a half is, is, is a little too much for me. Uh, I have this as a much closer game. So I like that Cincinnati play, getting all those points. I like it too. Um, you know, interesting thing about last week's game was Joe Burrow only got sacked one time. So if that offensive line can really gel and they can give this guy some protection to look down the field and he doesn't have to get rid of the ball as quick, then, yeah, this Bengal team becomes pretty dangerous. Joe Mixon went off for 150 yards. So I think they're starting to find their rhythm. Um, I agree. Baltimore, you know, I, I, I wouldn't bet Cincinnati to win this game, but 13, <laughs> 13 and a half points, I definitely like the Bengals there. Yeah, I think my, so far the early reading is 13 and a half. Looks like it's too much, too. I certainly think that Joe Burrow is better than Haskins, and and the uh, Cincinnati probably has more tools. Well, they definitely have more offensive tools than the, the, the Washington potato skins, trademark Panther. Um, 
So I think, yeah, I think that's too many points. And I think that line will probably start to come uh, a little bit in more in their direction. Just eyeballing it real quick. It is. I mean, Heritage has already got it at 12 and a half and so does five dimes. So yeah, I like that one an awful lot too. 13 and a half. I don't have it coming anywhere close to that. All right, Max, what else? Trademark Panther, once again, stealing something from Max, who has made the Redskin potato joke a while ago. So um, it's fine. Listen, Pan- Panther stole the uh, let's make some money fools from me so he can steal whatever he wants from me and get full credit. That was not stolen. That was given to me. <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, what else do I like? Uh, can we look at this Carolina game real quick? Yeah, I'm seeing Carolina getting three and a half. Oh, it's, it's down to two. Oh, I still like it. I, st- I got Carolina winning this one. Yeah, Carolina's going to win. I got, I got Carolina winning by one. I yeah. like a money line on this one. What do you guys say? Uh, I mean, Atlanta didn't score near the points last week as they had the first three weeks. So if their defense is going to suck and their, and their offense isn't going to put up 30 or 40 points to protect them, then, yeah, I think Carolina's definitely the play here. Atlanta can score, so I'm not sold on the fact that Carolina um, is going to be as good as they've been so far. So I think it'll be a good test for them to go into a division rivalry and see if they can win on the road, on the turf, against a team. But if Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and the whole squad is out, then I think uh, it would be really difficult. The one area where I think – um, Carolina's going to really struggle. Is Todd Gurley's probably going to have a big day. We'll talk a little bit more about that in the fantasy football show. But they can't stop the run. They couldn't stop the run last year. They can't stop the run this year. And I wouldn't be surprised if they can't stop the run on Sunday. So I, I'm not sold on uh, Carolina. Mm. Yeah, no, I like it an awful lot, too. I think, Max, you're probably – I have them winning, too. I haven't run through all of the lines or all the projections, but it looks like it's going to be a Carolina win in this one. Next, next up, can we can we head to Dallas? Why would we want to go to Dallas? Because I I have the Dallas Cowboys beating the Giants handedly and covering that nine and a half. That's why it's it's one of my uh, I'm looking at you know I, I I I tend to lean towards dogs getting points and stuff like that, but when I eat chalk, man, I get a big fucking bowl of it, and this is one that I like. I don't think it's a stretch whatsoever. The the Giants did look pretty good, I guess as good as they can, against the Rams in in covering that line. Uh, Nine and a half doesn't seem like too many, but it's probably more of an indictment on that Cowboy defense. Giants can probably score some points here, but look, even if they score 21, the way Dak Prescott and that offense has been playing, everybody except Zeke, who doesn't seem to get the ball anymore, if he's going to throw for another 450 yards, they'll get into the high 30s again. I, I like that play. He's not going to throw for 340 yards because I think they're going to finally be in a situation where Zeke will get the ball. And he's going to run and run and run and run some more. He's going to run some of that fat off for sitting <laughs> on the sidelines. Um I'm a Cowboys fan. Cowboys Giants games, ooh, they're always kind of uh, even when the Giants suck, they seem to be able to hang with the Cowboys. I think against this defense, getting any points, I mean, if it was a pick 'em, I might take the Cowboys, but the way they give up points, I, I don't know, nine and a half looks like too many to me. 
Yeah, it's. I see what Max is seeing. My projections say that uh, Dallas is going to just roll as well, but it does worry me. Nine and a half divisional game. Mm, I, I like it. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna bet it on Saturday, but uh, you know, I'm definitely leaning that way right now. And get it now because it's going to get mm-hmm. worse. Mm-hmm. That's my point. I think that's my point. Is by, by Saturday, I'm not going to bet this game. I don't think. But at nine and a half, I I like it early. Uh, one other potential money line that I'm looking at here is the Cleveland Browns versus the Indianapolis Colts. Cleveland at home getting two and a half. I I like Cleveland here, man. I mean, I, I'm I'm still not 100% sold on the Colts. I do love their defense, though. I think the Colts defense is fantastic, but I, I could see Cleveland eking out a win or, or keeping it close at home, you know, getting points at home. I, I dig it. So uh, I like the Browns. This this might be this might be the best game of the day when you factor in that Colts defense, that Browns running game. This since week one, Baker Mayfield really hasn't had to do a lot because Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, um, the, the other backups that that filled in when Chubb got hurt. I mean, they're they're running the ball like no NFL team has ran in years, maybe decades. And now the Colts know it. They've got the defense that can stop it. So the question becomes, hey, can Baker Mayfield win a game? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this thing gets closer to even. I, I, I like this game a lot, but with push comes a shove, if we're going to put the game, I, you know it's almost a toss-up. You got the game on the line, Phillip Rivers or Baker Mayfield. I don't know if there's really a winning hand there, but uh, I'm going to trust that Colt defense. Right now I'm probably going to lean the Colts. Yeah, I, I don't trust Baker Mayfield at all. And, and that run offense looks phenomenal because they put 300 yards up on a, like a high school football team uh, last weekend, the Cowboys defense. So with Nick Chubb out, it's going to be totally on Kareem Hunt, which could be a really good fantasy play this weekend. I don't trust Baker Mayfield. I think he'll make a couple mistakes against the best defense he's faced. And I think the Colts can go into Cleveland without a dog pound and win. Yeah, I'm gonna lean Cleveland here, but I, I don't, I don't know if this game's gonna really catch my focus or not, Max. There is one game that you mentioned to me that that you were circling, and uh, I have some question marks about, and that is Vegas at Kansas City. That is a lot of points, divisional game. Yeah. I just, I, I, by my numbers, I'm agreeing with you. I have this a very close game, but I just there's dysfunction starting to brew. In Las Vegas, I mean, well, there's been dysfunction right. in Las Vegas. Uh, but the quarterback situation is starting to boil up a bit. And I think uh, we we were concerned about – well, I was concerned about that. Uh, having Mar- Mariota on that bench, and it was – you know, I know that Chucky loves Mariota, and he's just waiting. He's get, like the itchy, you know, trigger finger to put Mariota in. So that uncertainty at quarterback, and then I, I could see it happening. I could see Derek Carr throwing an interception or you know doing something stupid, getting pulled, Mariota going in and just getting absolutely trashed by the Chiefs. So I'm with you. I'm leaning Vegas here, but there's some question marks there. You know, there's, this is going to be one of the games that we're going to need to watch. Um, so it came out this morning – one of the Patriot defensive backs tested positive for COVID. So since the Patriots just played the Chiefs, COVID could rear its ugly head again this week. So this is going to be one of those games we're going to need to watch very closely in addition to the Patriots and them still going 
through their COVID stuff. But, um, you know, initially I was on Vegas plus 13. That just seems like a lot of points. Um, but Kansas City, if there's a team out there that can cover, it's the Chiefs. Like, they did not even play very well at all Monday night. Um, New England self-imploded, and they still covered that one with 16 points. This is, this is a tough one. I'm probably lean in Vegas, but we'll see what this thing looks like come Saturday. Yeah, I think 13 and a half is too many. Kansas City is definitely a team that can go ahead and, and score all those points and, and and bury Las Vegas if the you know if they really want to. But I still think they're you know they're still trying to feel out where Hilaire fits in. They're still running the ball. They're not really they haven't really been offensively dominant in any game except the Baltimore game. And the Raiders have not been that bad. They've been pretty decent on defense. They've been pretty good on offense. So I think they'll be able to keep it within 14. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And that's another one. I think the high watermark is probably 13 and a half, unless Panthers right and some crazy, you know, Corona shit comes out. I would be inclined to grab them now if you like the Raiders. I, I, I am leaning the Raiders for sure. But yeah, Max has brought up some interesting question marks about that team. And you, you might want to jot down with your pen uh, the 27-minute the mark into our broadcast because um I'm going to throw out the uh, the conspiracy theory, the tinfoil hat, mm. where you might want to throw some uh, music in the background here, because uh, you had messaged me on Monday night about Mr. Bill Belichick. You you and, dismissed us. And his, his face wear. Yeah. And uh, he had two masks on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had questioned whether he had the vid. I wonder if he knew that players on his team had it. And he put them out there anyway. That, that was weird. my... It, that is my conspiracy theory. Belichick now. had the surgical mask or whatever, you know, uh, underneath the, the the neck gaiter kind of thing. So I was wondering what the hell that was about. Yeah, well, they did, they did pick up one more um, positive test today. It's a new. It was the uh, I can't his name escapes me, but it was the defensive back that was covering Tyree Kill. So um, there was a guy that tested positive, and then we had the other game that we're gonna have to watch is the Titans because they had two brand new positive test this morning as well so COVID is starting to rear its head in the nfl and you really got to pay attention to that stuff uh, come saturday yeah no line for tennessee buffalo yet do you think do you think they start looking at bubble i mean i know that they talked about like doing these uh regional bubbles do you think it's it's time to start considering the second half of the season is going to be in these regional bubbles I, i don't I don't know logistically how that's going to work with so many teams. I mean, I think I guess we got the NBA with 22 teams to start off in one single bubble. So so I'm guessing it's possible. Yeah, but, but the staff size, the staff requirements. That's, that's, that's the point, right? I mean, the 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 amount of teams, the practice squads, the the the, tra- the travel teams, the the all all of the different uh, staff like you're talking about cities, your cities of people. Yeah. If you even if you if you're doing four regions, you're talking really like I mean, I think you're going to have to find like, you know, in the middle of like, you know, Nebraska or something like that, where Panther goes to, to, to put these people at. Right. And if you've got Bill Belichick and his staff sharing a bubble with you, then you have to double your, your staff size for oh, security. Yeah, right. security. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can always go up to Canada and, and play by Canadian uh, rules football. That would make it fun. Like three downs and some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Canada, stupid. Canada won't let us up there. They build a wall. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a little bit of everything for you today, but it is over. That's it. That's it. Head over to our website, absolutedegeneracy.com. Download the DGENs app.
Android iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. Listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, hi, is reading, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich Fun Awards. Yeah, come over to the website. Make sure you tell your friends about it. We talk about everything there, from dogs to rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. I was at the concert where they filmed that Panama video as a 17-year-old, and just makes you realize how old you are. So, you know, help me feel better about my age by telling your friends about us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on the Snapchat thing, whatever that is. I don't use any of that stuff. So I am the, the, the curmudgeon old man. Panther, I know that you had the day off yesterday. You're going away from home, but uh, it's your job to take us home. It's going to be a long day, but thank God we got sports all day long. We got baseball. Um, got basketball later tonight. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, they are playing tonight, aren't they? Or they're not taking days off. I think. I don't know. We'll pay no, attention no not till the ninth. Oh, shit. What is that? At least baseball. At least baseball knows, hey, we don't need any days off. So, wait, we got baseball then. We'll pay attention. Make some money, fools. Yeah, it's just, that's it. Make some money, fools. It's a bang up, bam, close. We get to talk yeah. fantasy. We get to talk Thursday night foosball. Alien. Uh, yeah. My Rosie Robot in there. Let me yes, get you're, you're the guest caller. You know what? I'll just wrap this shit up. It's a too late. Too late. He, Make he, some he, money, fools. I kept, I kept recording the podcast. <laughs> Apparently, he's not around. Do we need no. it? Yeah, do it. Just do it. Uh, and no matter what you do, you made some money yesterday or made some money today. All we care is you make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. <laughs>